Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to episode two of Octoberama 2022. Brought to you by the Great Blind Podcast. I'm Skeletoni. I'm Taylor of Terror. And uh, we're going to do this damn thing again, guys. It's been nine years. Been nine long, hard years, guys. A lot of people said we wouldn't make it. A lot of people told us we should give up. Nobody said that. Nobody said that. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares enough to say that. <laughs> you know, a lot of people said, you're still doing that? <laughs> yeah. I've had the most, mo- like, not people asking, like, how the show's going or, like, you know, just about the show in general. Just like, you still doing the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> what else Why? am I going to do with my time? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys must be pretty big by now, huh? <laughs> get, guys get a lot of listeners. You know what? Fuck off, Dad. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, this is our nine-year anniversary, guys. We started this little ridiculous, silly thing uh, in October of 2013. And many of you have heard the story before, but... Uh, you know, Taylor moved away, and while he was gone, life went on without him. <laughs> yeah, I just disappeared. <laughs> it was like it was the snap, <laughs> the glitch. No, he moved. He moved to New York, and you know, that was weird. Did that buzz in your head too? No, this must have been me. It's been your headphones, or just you in general. Like, I couldn't tell if it was, like, buzzing inside my head or if it was my headphones doing it. If you start hearing buzzing inside your head, just, please don't, like... Well, I just think the way like, the sound was reverberating in my skull. <laughs> I just worry about you, like, taking an axe to your family in the middle of the night because of the buzzing in your head. You worry about me? That's cute. I appreciate No, I worry about you doing that. Oh. I don't worry about you. I worry about them. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah. And, uh, you yeah, know, while he was gone... I got myself a girlfriend. We got, we got pretty serious, guys. We got pretty serious. And, uh, no, I mean, we, we just kind of both started building our own lives apart from each other, and then he moved back, and we wanted to make time to still be buds. So we decided to do a podcast, and here we are. Nine years later. Nine years. And a lot's happened in that time. I mean... We're not famous, but we've it's, this show's definitely gotten us places. Yeah, it's gotten us into Crypticon for free, if nothing else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, if nothing else, it's definitely gotten <laughs> us that. No, I mean, we've talked to aside from Crypticon, we've talked, we've we've made a lot of friends um, in the horror community. We've we've talked to a lot of uh, you know 
celebrities in in the genre that we never would have met or spoken to otherwise. So, um, and I mean, the the Grave Plot Film Fest. Yeah, that, that, we never would have done that had we not already started with this podcast. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely not been our path to fame and fortune like we were hoping for, but you know, it's we gave up on that a long time for ago. Sure, yeah. Um, but no, it's it's been fun along the way. And We've always said that if it ever starts feeling like work, we'll stop doing it. Right. And it hasn't. So here we are. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've taken breaks when it starts to get, when we either can't record or it starts getting tedious or something. We're just like, yeah, let's, let's put some ice on it for a little while. Yeah. But we always come back. We always come back. Sometimes they come back. Um, whether you've been with us for nine years or whether this is your first time listening, thank you very much. Um, you know, our numbers aren't great, but it we have people who we've never met listening to the show, and that honestly feels amazing. Yeah, that's it's pretty sweet. I mean, re- yeah, regardless of how many or how few people listen, it's the fact that anybody listens at all, ever, whether it be now or in the past or in the future, it's, it, it's a cool feeling to know that we're putting something out there that people actually listen to. Yeah, I mean, we're nobodies. We don't have a network. We're not famous. We... You know, there are people who can who w- will literally put out a trailer for a podcast and get five million listens. Like, right? And we're not that, but the fact, like I said, the fact that anybody is listening is uh, is cool. And and we hope that we entertain you guys and that you uh, you like listening to our show and uh, that you stick around. Yeah, if you're listening right now, we know that we appreciate you. It's true, we do. Uh, anyway, so yeah, this is also Octoberama, which of course is our annual celebration of the spooky season. Uh, all month long in October, we do episodes every single week, each one with a different theme leading up to our grand finale on our Halloween episode, uh, which comes in at least before Halloween, not did we we had one that came out on Halloween, right? I think so. Yeah, just one. I feel like in nine years it has to have happened. <laughs> right. Um and uh yeah. It's uh it's been a go. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, so yeah, so uh this is week of the van uh, not vampire. Week of the zombie guys. And I don't I don't think that was necessarily planned that the week of the zombies always been our anniversary episode, just kinda no, it was just the first time we did it was this was how it fell. Yeah. And now it's just always Week of the Zombie. Yeah. It was fine. We we were more into it at the time because that was like when the, the Walking Dead was Yeah, when zombies were like really big. Yeah, and we were like super into it and now it's just like, oh okay, zombies. Oh, and I gotta find some stupid low budget zombie movie to watch because <laughs> we've watched all the good ones. <laughs> um but but that's fine. We always find something. And yeah. there, there's no shortage of zombie movies for sure especially in the last 10 15 years yeah this is um, not going to be a full episode we're not going to do horror business uh we're just going to do movie reviews so it's gonna yeah. be, it will be on the shorter side uh hopefully <laughs> yeah no uh well not as much banter up front patreon we still love you though yeah you don't get your shout out though oh we oh I was about to do that okay no never mind no, no shout outs for you you got to pay extra <laughs> Okay, well, should we just get right into it? Yeah, we should.
All right, so we got two zombie movies for you. Zombie-ish, zombie-adjacent. Zombie-adjacent, yeah. They're, <laughs> neither one is as zombie as I would have hoped. Right. But um, we've got Office Uprising and... Um, what the fuck did I pick? <laughs> um, uh, Wormwood Apocalypse. That's the one. I just watched it right before you got here and I already forgot. That's not just, that's not a commentary on the film itself. I just fucking four movies in two days. It's a lot of a lot of stuff. <laughs> anyway, uh, what should we start with, Taylor? Uh, let's start with Office Uprising. Just so we're clear, my principles still hold. I'm not committing any acts of violence. Dude, we're about to go into battle. Why'd you even put that on? Everybody else was doing it. You know, I'm not I'm not really that comfy with the whole spearing part. <laughs> now I'm holding spears. Zolt was designed for soldiers. Makes them alert, focused, productive. But this first batch. Wait, wait. Ah! Oh my God! Shit went sideways. Sam? That is why we do not send work emails with emoticons. Do you think this piss hand little bullet factory is my end game? I'm getting us out of here, okay? What's your plan, huh? Hi, fellas. Last opportunity to show some collaboration, Mr. Gans. Any violence is purely coincidental. Which one of you wants a taste? Wait, you two are going to take them all on? <laughs> That's great. We're all going to die. I like my steak well done. And that's how I like my co-workers. So Office Uprising uh, takes place in a office building, obviously, for a company called Ammotech, which, if you don't figure out by the name, they make weaponry and ammunition. And who is this actor that plays the the president or the owner or whatever he is? Where have I seen him before? Um, i to look him up. I mean, Greg Henry has been in a, a lot of stuff. Um <laughs> Would you know him from? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Um, oh, he's guard. He, he played uh, Star Lord's or Star Lord's grandpa. He was in the Belko Experiment, which is actually a very similar movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, Slither. Mm, yeah, that's probably movie. the one. Slither. He's all sound familiar. Yes, those are all movies. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's this, he's the, I guess he's the owner of the company. Yeah. Um, and so we start out with this commercial with him just being like, you know, we will bust your bunker and all this shit. America. America. Guns. Guns, God, and girls. Sure. Yeah. Um, we didn't really, last week, we didn't really talk about any of the gratuitous boobs in, uh, Night Watchmen. There was gratuitous boobs. Well, there was like when they were watching the porn. Were there more boobs? Maybe. Or was it this? Maybe it was this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When like uh, some girl gets her shirt ripped off for no apparent reason. Yeah, and then no, wait, no. 
No, I think that was Night Watchman. Now that I'm thinking about it. No. And then there was the two, the two lady zombies that were like going after each other. And then when they pumped it in the weed, they started making out, and they had both like ripped each other's shirts open. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. Anyway, uh, in this one, there our lead character is uh, Desmond, or Desi Des, who is in love with Sammy Sam, played by Jane Levy. Yeah, and uh, Desmond is played by Brandon Th- or Brenton Thwaites, who uh, he plays Dick Grayson in uh, Titans. Okay. And Jane Levy, of course, is uh, is adorable and precious she and is must just, be protected at all costs. She is just an absolute treasure. But Desmond is he's he works in accounting. Oh yeah, Hotech. he also played the brother in Oculus. That's what I was trying to think of. Mm. <clears throat> he works in accounting at Amotech, but he's uh, he's a slacker. He's always showing up late. Uh, he's always working on this video game. <laughs> In, in his downtime. Well, not even his downtime, just when he should be working. Yeah. Some stupid 8-bit. Yeah, it's like this 8-bit game where you... You get you high sh- and steal from a store. Yeah. Or no, I guess you don't steal. You just... You just shop. Yeah. And, he's, and, and the goal is to get to the end. And I'm like, how do you not beat that? Right. <laughs> like, as far as I can tell, there's no obstacles. Also, that sounds like it'd be a lot more fun just to do it in real life. <laughs> yeah. But uh, his boss, Adam Nussbaum, played by Zach Levi, Chuck. Chuck. Shazam. Also Shazam. But he was Chuck first. And also, he's not Sinbad. (laughs) He's not Sinbad. The whole Shazam Sinbad movie. Oh, Shazam, Kazam, Alakazam. Yeah, people who are thinking Kazam about a movie called Shazam that doesn't actually exist. Right. Nor is Shaq Sinbad. No. Um, but Nussbaum is just like super tight ass by the book. He's not like mean in a, well, he's not like aggressively mean, but he, he's, he's the kind of mean where he'll say something that cuts you deep to the bone that you <laughs> think about later when you cry in the bathtub. Like he's that kind of mean. Yeah, I mean, like, I work in accounting, and I've never worked for somebody like this. I think I think this is how, like, accountants are represented in film and TV, but to my knowledge, no accountants are actually like this. <laughs> well, uh, Nussbaum tells Desmond that they're merging with another company because they made all-terrain jet skis, as well as uh, anthrax. They make... They made poison or weaponized anthrax. Right. And Desmond's like, you know, maybe we could get ahead of him if we made all-terrain jet skis that shot weaponized anthrax. He's trying to be a smart ass, and Nussbaum's just like, that's got potential. <laughs> but so he goes back to his desk, and Woody sticks his head out. Kurt Fuller. He's always just a treat. Like he he escalates every film he's in yeah he's one of those guys where you see him and you just you're just like you laugh right but what he sticks his head out and he's like you know are you being fired and desmond's like no and then his other the guy in the, in the cubicle behind him darbender sticks his head out dopinder dopinder 
That was Darbender. Uh, Starbender from something else? I don't know what that is. Mm. I think you're making that up. It's possible. <laughs> um, he sticks his head out, and he they all kind of talk about how you know, like what they would do if they got fired and whatnot. I just want to interrupt real quick and say that there is somebody in this whose last name is Gooch, <laughs> but that it's not the Gooch. It's not the Gooch. Just a Gooch. Also, I want to. Con- I mean, it's it's getting more. It's getting harder and harder to not see this happen. But there are a lot of people that have been in superhero movies or shows in this. Brandon Thwaites, um, fucking what? The- Zach Levi. Zach Levi, um, Alan Richson, who's he's like the marketing manager, yeah, or advertising manager. What was he from? He was in Titans with with Brandon Thwaites. Oh. What what I I know what I saw him in and now I can't remember. Was it um um Oh, it was Happy Endings. Oh, he was in that? Yeah, he played this artist with a micro dick. Oh no, that was that was New Girl. That was New Girl? Yes. Okay. But yes, he was, was that was, was him. Endings, but he yeah, also, he was just like a total douchebag. He and also he, and he used his micro penis as an excuse when <laughs> anyone didn't like him. He's also Reacher. He's Jack Reacher in the the Amazon. Oh show. yeah, the new the new one. Yeah, who like I've never read the book, but I know that like Jack Reacher is supposed to be a big fucking blonde haired guy. Oh, is he? He's not supposed to be Tom Cruise. No, he's not Tom Cruise at all. <laughs> and so that like when when they made that movie, or actually both movies, people were just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then they made this show, and it's like that's fucking Jack Reacher. <laughs> Who's the one that Krasinski plays? Uh, that's um... <laughs> it's, a, it's a Tom Clancy character. Why can't I fucking think of it? Um... Oh, <laughs> keep talking. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find it. People at home are just like screaming at their iPhones. It's like, oh, this is gonna be a quick one, huh, guys? <laughs> No, because they know what it is. Oh, yeah, definitely. I once read something that said, uh, listening to a podcast, try to figure out something you know the answer to is the closest we'll ever get to to knowing what it's like to be a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Jack Ryan. That's the one. Yeah, Jack Ryan. Yeah, Jack. Jack Ryan, Jack Reacher. A role popularized by Harrison Ford. Right. Then destroyed by... Get off my plane! (laughs) Then subsequently destroyed by both... Uh, ben Affleck and Chris Pine. <laughs> Have you ever seen when I, I'm tangent time? Have you ever seen when David Blaine went to Harrison Ford's house? No, he did this trick where he like made him pick a card. I think he signed it or something, and then he made it disappear. And then he like cut open an orange, and the card was inside the orange. And Harrison Ford is like, "Get the fuck out! <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house!" <laughs> You warlock. <laughs> he doesn't call him a warlock, but he should have. It's funny why like Harrison Ford, uh I think it was must have been Conan. It was just like a recurring thing. Like every time he was on Conan, he would like take questions from the audience and just be like a total prick. <laughs> okay, so back to the movie. Um 
Woody says that this company they're merging with, he heard that they laid off half of their accounting department. So he's just assuming that this company, Amotech, is going to lay off half of their accounting department. Fair. Uh, Murad, who is Dopender, says that he saw somebody cleaning out their desk. Um, God, that's... Car and Sony. That, that was another, another person in a superhero movie. Yeah, I was, he's a I was trying to think of. Um, but... Um, uh, I forgot Zachary Levi's character's name. Nussbaum. Anus bomb. Anus bomb. <laughs> I realized my name takes us anus bomb. How come no one ever told me? <laughs> but he has a nephew that works for them, and he's so he's being all like cocky, like I'm not going to get fired because I'm the boss's nephew. Me, baby. Wasn't it? I thought it was uh, Greg Henry's. Oh, was it nephew. his nephew? Yeah. Frank. Oh. Yeah, it's Gant. Yeah, Marcus Gant. So that yeah, it was, it was Oh, okay. Well, Frank. even better for him then. <laughs> but he's touched told Chad douchebag. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then the other guy, the Jack Reacher guy, he's he like Tony said he's the marketing manager and uh they play this game where they just throw a basketball around and whoever catches the basketball has to give a slogan real mm. quick. And so Desmond is like telling us all these rules about how to survive in an office environment. One of them is never give them anything good because then they'll constantly come back to you for more. Right. And so it was, it was, it was some kind of bomb or something, I think. And he was just like softer than a fuck. I can't remember what the, I can't remember what he said. Cause they'll throw the basketball and they'll be like, sloganize me. <laughs> yeah. It was softer than something. Damn it, I wish I could remember. But yeah, so he's also just a, a total douche bro. Yeah. Um, but he gets Desmond gets called down to R and D because they lost his the Desmond lost the scientist guys, the science bitch <laughs> lost his purchase order for some kind of chemical or something. And so while he's down there, the guy's like, Oh, I wouldn't stand right there. Desmond's like, why not? And they shoot this pig. They got they got Jeffrey Bezos' mech suit down there. <laughs> and they shoot this pig and it like explodes all over Desmond. Yeah, this mech suit is powered by organic matter. So he's like, oh, you know, you've got these out in the, the forests of South America or what did it say? For- Middle East. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, you got these things out and you just, you know, start running out of fuel. I just pick up a fucking armadillo and toss it in. Yeah. Power it up. Yeah, because Desmond's like, well, at least you're uh, you know, supporting the environment. It's because like, I don't give a fuck about the environment. <laughs> but so now Desmond's just like covered in pig guts. But uh, well, that's not necessary. Uh, that's not necessary. Um, oh, Desmond sees he like they have this big meeting, this big um, uh, inspirational meeting featuring the um, Gant the owner and but Desmond leaves because he has to work on this report that he hasn't even started and while he's leaving he sees all the guys unloading these energy drinks called Zolt it's kind of funny how like the poster has this hand holding a can of Zolt and it's a completely different can like the, the can on the poster looks like a can of Surge yeah and but the actual can is like black with like an arrow pointing up and arrow pointing down and the word Zolt in the middle yeah it almost looks like if you like replace the green on a monster cam with like gold, that's what it 
kind of almost kind of yeah. like. but plainer. Yeah, very that's sleek. A, yeah, he's kind of like, oh, that's weird. But so the next day he goes to work. Um, he ends up he goes home and plays Mario Kart with his roommates, <laughs> which is them dressing up like Mario characters, getting in shopping carts, and then just pushing each other down the alley after getting really fucking baked. After getting really fucking baked, of course. <laughs> I like that he's like, I can't, I can't do it. You know, I got to work on this report. And they're like, all right, you know, you're lost later. And then it's the little tiny dog dressed as Yoshi coming up and like <laughs> tapping on his leg. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I can't say no to you. Yoshi. That's my Yoshi impression. It's good. It's good. Thank you. It's not good. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> It's not as good as my meat wad, but... I just wanted you to feel good for a second so I could take it away. <laughs> the next day he goes to work and Nussbaum calls him into his office and he's he's like sharpening pencils and then sniffing them. <laughs> and like as he's sharpening the pencils, he just has like this orgasmic look on his face. He's just like... Mm, and then sniffs them. And he's, he's being real weird and he's got like veins popping out of his neck and the side of his face. And Desmond sees that he's like stabbed this guy 50 to 100 times in the back with pencils. <laughs> he's laying on the ground with all these pencils sticking out of his back. And uh, Nussbaum takes the report that Desmond somehow wrote. I I don't think he knows how he wrote it. He wrote it while he was high. Yeah. And then he, he error checks it and finds that there are like thousands it's of like spelling 1700 errors. 1700 errors. And it's like, do you still want to print this? And he's like, yeah, fuck it, go. <laughs> but Nussbaum is like reading it. He's like, you know, he, t- he tells him that he used whom wrong or something. And then Desmond corrects him and he says, you know, I th- used it this way. That's correct, isn't he? And he's like, oh, I think you're right. But you spelled my name wrong, so you're fired. <laughs> the fuck was that? I don't know. I've never heard that sound before. <laughs> Someone playing a Vuvuzuela outside? <laughs> oh, you know what? I think the kid next door is playing saxophone now. Saxophone. <laughs> so that's... This is going to be fun. Yay! Can't wait to listen to that while I'm working. <clears throat> uh, but oh, Desmond... I really hope it's not picking up on the mics. Yeah, I know. I kind of hope it is, actually. It's a nice... Um, Nussbaum then like throws Desmond through the wall. That's when you're fired. That's what they do. They throw you through the wall. It's It's happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then he realized that like when he walked in, he like walked past people with their heads smashed in. There was like somebody with their head smashed under a file cabinet and blood everywhere. And he just walked right by it. It was very kind of Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. There's definitely some very obvious inspirations in this movie. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> but he realizes that like all these people are just rage-filled now. I don't remember at what point he puts it together that it's Zolt that's causing it. I don't recall. But he goes goes to Sammy Sam. And she's had half a can of Zolt. And so she is, she's still kind of normal, except when something irritates her. Right. And when it irritates her, she just gets cranked up to 15. And 
like Desmond says something that sets her off and she like, you know, throws him against the wall. Desmond is very, uh, he, re- he recovers quickly in this movie. Well, he is Nightwing. <laughs> he is Nightwing. <laughs> I think it's funny that he's supposed to be just like, because this was filmed, I believe, right before they started doing Titans. So he, I don't know, he must have been, I don't, I don't know if he was either already really built or if he was building it when they filmed this. But he's just supposed to be some dorky office rat. But right. when he's got just a t-shirt on, it's like, this dude's fucking cut. <laughs> um, the Zolt also seemingly makes Sammy Sam very horny. Yep. Because she's just like, you know, fuck me right here on the desk and like pins him down and gets on top of him. Yeah. In context, though, like these two have been like best friends since childhood. Yeah. So that. But she says like, I know you've always wanted this. And he's like, true, <laughs> but not like this. Right. But so he straps her down to a um, dolly. dolly so that she can't, like, snap on him anymore. And him and... Um, <laughs> Break this dick off. <laughs> him and Murad and her are trying to escape. And they go to go down the stairs, but there's, like, a horde of zombies in the stairwell eating somebody. So they're like, elevator? Elevator. Go to elevator. Doors open. There's no elevator. Then all of a sudden the elevator just comes like screaming down, flies right by him. Uh, and so it's they try to go through the ventilation ducts. <laughs> Desmond's trying to put Sam in the in the duct, and it's just like slamming her head <laughs> into the top of it because he can't get this dolly around the corner. And that's when she's like, "I'm good now. Like you just banged my head into the ceiling three times, and I didn't react, so I think I'm okay." <laughs> But the it's very kind of video game-ish in that they have to like go up all these levels because they're trying to get to uh, Gant. Yeah. It uh, was basically like mayhem. It basically was mayhem. Yes. yes. But for whatever reason, this felt more video gamey. Like I know I think we might have said in our mayhem review that it felt video gamey, but this one even more so. I don't know if that was intentional because he was making a video game. Yeah, he was making a video game and they used very video gamey graphics. Yeah, at one point it like shows the level that they're going to, and it's literally stick figures. Right. <laughs> I was like, really? This is what, this is what we're doing? Yeah. Uh, also, the building is all shut down because uh, Desmond hit some kind of security measure that put the building on lockdown, and it's like this <laughs> not very good stop motion. <laughs> but so, um, yeah, they have to, they have to fight up these levels, they got to fight through like different departments and stuff. And so they like strap boxes and paper uh, reams and stuff to their chest. And for some reason, Desmond is fighting with a plunger. Like, yeah. like they, they find Woody and they meet up with him and they give him these like pointed off uh, broom handles or something. And I'm like, why did Desmond get a plunger? And Woody got two spears. Like, yeah. He's even, he's like, I don't see myself as a guy who would use spears. And the hand to him, he goes, and now I'm holding spears. <laughs> but so they get up to Gant's office. And at, at first, Gant is just like, you know, he lets him in. And then Zachary Levi shows up with the entire accounting department. And Gant is just like, well, you can't get in here because this door is made of, you know, six inch metal made by 
the finest scientist in Sweden or whatever. And Zachary Levi's just like, what about the walls? And I'm just like, that is a big oversight. Yeah. It's like pretty common in a lot of movies that that kind of, you know, negligence. Yeah. It's like if you're going to build a secure room, the door can't be the only place that's secure. You have to make the entire room secure. Yeah. You have to basically build a metal box and then put drywall up over it. But so that all the zombies like break in and Gant is fighting <clears> off, but he eventually gets overpowered. And uh, he then gets his head blown off. He does get his head blown off by Zach Levi. That was surprising. Yeah. Just clean off. Yeah. And that was the second person that he was ahead. He not, well, he didn't blow off, but like the marketing guy, he made a ninja star out of a Zolt can and <laughs> flung it at him and chopped his head off. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that, that would work, but you know, science adjacent. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so eventually, they the accounting department goes downstairs because Zach Levi is now going to be the. Uh, associate manager of the world or whatever. It was a regional, regional manager. manager of the world. Yeah. yeah. And I guess he's basically been taking his crew through various floors of the office or the building and uh, acquiring different departments by establishing dominance. Yeah. Um, but they go down to the, the science lab the R&D section and the, the science bitch tells them that there's a compound on the floor that they can use to reverse the effects. But at this point, Zach Levi and all his zombies have taken over the entire floor. Uh, da, 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 da. They take out all the zombies and uh, Zach Levi gets the, the suit, the tech suit, Right, and uh, they're able to they take a landmine because it's a ammo company, weapons company. Take a landmine and like slide it right under his foot and blow him up. Yeah, and then uh, Desi does and Sammy Sam smooch smooch. Yep, and all is right in the world. <laughs> and the cops come. While Dopinder's taking a piss in the bush. He's peeing in the bush. He's like, you guys got to try this. It's. I have to assume it's because earlier in the movie, like right after, like like when they first are trying to escape the building, he's like, I really have to pee. Do you guys have to pee? And Desmond's just like, yeah. He's like, okay, good. Um. Anyway. Yeah, I was... The way he was like, you guys got to try this. Like, they've never tried urinating before. <laughs> good, good stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, it's decent. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not a zombie movie in the academic sense. No, it's much more of like a rage zombie, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, 28 Days Later style. Yeah. Um, definite inspiration from Shaun of the Dead. Zombie Land, mm-hmm. probably Belko Experiment and Mayhem, which both came out around the same time with similar premises, right? Um, and um, maybe some Scott Pilgrim influence. I don't know. That, that might be more of a reach, but 
<clears throat> yeah, it, I mean, but being, you know, having clear inspiration of it or of those films or from those films um, wasn't distracting. Like it kind of, it stood out. Like you knew that those were definitely influenced by those films, but it's like, okay, I can move past this. Yeah, it wasn't like ripping it off or anything. Right. I thought it had its moments. It wasn't as funny as Shaun of the Dead or even Zombieland, but it definitely had its moments. I don't think there was any like laugh out loud moments, more kind of chuckle quietly to myself moments. Sure. (laughs) But like you said, like Woody is always, Kurt Fuller is always, he's great in anything he does. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I thought the acting was really good. Murad was pretty funny just because he was so like awkward, but Mm -hmm. you're trying to be tough. I love that when they like, they're trying to take out all the zombies and they're throwing the landmines out and none of the zombies are stepping on them. Right. And so Murad just like steps up with this flamethrower and he's like, I like my steak. Well done. (laughs) And that's how I like my coworkers. (laughs) And he ends up like not doing anything like, he just misses them all until finally the thing runs out of fuel. And he's just like, I was just kidding. We can be friends. It was poorly conceived. <laughs> um, and Jane Levy is a precious jewel. She is. She's just so great. It's like, man, when she's wearing glasses, I just doing it for me. <laughs> I don't want she like gets on top of him and she starts like talking about his dick and like fucking and stuff. I was like, all right, let's go. Get it. And he's like, not like this. And I'm like, doesn't matter. <laughs> Take it how you can get it, man. It's like, you get yours, girl. All right. Well, anything else to add? Uh, the CGI is not good. It's not great, but that's. I can't imagine the budget for this is is anything major. Yeah, this is uh, a Crackle exclusive. Yeah, I watched it on Tubi. Did you? Yeah. Oh, but it was—I don't know if it was made for Crackle, but that was where it like launched. That was where it premiered. It was distributed by Sony Crackle. There you go. That's not great. (laughs) It was produced by Mind the Gap Productions. And Rumble Riot Pictures. Never heard of either of those. Neither have I. But yeah, so like the effects aren't very good. Like I said, the CGI, and like I said earlier, there's like some bad stop motion, and the, and the stickman was just like, are you even trying anymore? <laughs> um, but like the blood effects and stuff were all right. Not a lot of gore. Not a lot, no. I mean, there's... There's like, there's some like th- blood, throat biting, not, not really any like, you know, stomach ripping or anything that we expect from like a Romero movie or something. Yeah, there are blood and, you know, corpses strewn about, but nothing too graphic, I guess. Right. Anyway, um, I'd give it a seven. I was going to say seven. Seven. Seven 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 seven. All right, guys. Well, without any further ado, let's go into our second film, 
which is the sequel to Wormwood Road of the Dead. Wormwood. Worm. <laughs> this is Wormwood Apocalypse. Way tell me you're gonna help me get my sister back. I've seen the bodies. They're terrorists, they're killers. Ain't that what you do? We need you. Who's your sister? Fantastic. You reckon you can get us in there? Easy. I'm gonna make this right. So I'm gonna go into that bunker. And we're gonna kill every last one of those sons of bitches. Fucking A. Oh, what the fuck is this shit? Oh, yes. One hell of a lovely skull. Good work, Reese. You dumb son of a bitch. Come on, mate. Right, so Wormwood Apocalypse is a sequel, like I said, to Wormwood Road of the Dead. Um, it came out this year. It's a brand spanking new film. Or, or actually, I mean, it's so hard to tell. Like, I fucking hate when they give, like, you know, their festival debut oh, yeah. as the release date. Like, When was it available to everyone? Right. And I believe that was this year. But I don't know. Officially, its release date was 2021. Um, well, that's not this year. Well, no. I mean, I, I believe it was available to stream this year. Oh, But okay. its release date says 2021. So take it for what you will. Uh, okay. So this picks up after this, the events of the first movie. We don't know how long, though. It never really says. Um. But we open up with, uh, was it Barry and Brooke, the brother and sister team from the first movie. Uh, they appear to be traveling with two new 
uh, associates. <laughs> uh, Maxie and Grace, two sisters. Grace! <laughs> Grace! The blessing! Um, so we open up and immediately, like, we're in the action. Apparently, Brooke, as we, as if you remember, if you've seen the first film, Brooke is a hybrid zombie human. I don't remember exactly what occurred to, to do that. Do you? No, I was hoping you did <laughs> so that I wouldn't have to. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. Unless they were doing experiments on her. I mean, it's possible. There was that weird science guy who's in this again. Yeah. If I had time, I would have watched the first one again. I just, I didn't have time for it. Um, But yeah, for whatever reason, she is a hybrid. uh, And she can also control zombies. She has some kind of telepathic link to them where she can control them and tell them what to do. Um problem is she also has uh, issues controlling herself she needs to be subdued with small little vials of blood um to kind of fend off her own bloodlust but we open up and apparently she seems to have lost her uh her her cool and i think she's Wasn't she fighting against somebody? Or she did it open up where she was already biting Grace? I think she was already biting her or was okay. about to. Okay, well, she's, she's, she's fighting with Grace and then bites her on the neck. And, you know, Grace and and, um, and Max, or Maxie, um, they're like, okay, you two fuck right off and get out of here. We don't want to ever see you again. And so they take off on their own, and Barry and Brooke kind of go on their own way. Um, and honestly, I thought this was this movie was going to have more of them in it. Yeah, me too. But it really, it's it's not focused on them at all. Well, not at all. Not 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 at all. Just very little. Yeah, I um, think I think I'm I'm reading the synopsis of the first one, and I think it was the experiments that they did on her. That okay, made her a hybrid. Um. Instead, we focus more on a, well, he's a soldier. They call him corporal, but, you know, at this point, it seems like a military is not really all that existent. Um, but and he, his name is Reese. He is living on his own in kind of a survivalist hut. And if you remember from the first one, you can use the zombies there outgassing through their mouth they've discovered can be used as fuel so basically everything that requires fuel or power is powered by these zombies which is kind of nice it's convenient (laughs) uh considering like you know gas and electricity is not being really generated anymore yeah um but yeah he is actually the twin brother of one of the soldiers that barry and brooke killed in the first movie yeah, the one whose face they set on fire. Right. Um, so he's working for the Surgeon General, another carryover character, um, bringing him people, just people that he's picked up from, from the ant back. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, like, will They're set... They're just eating blooming onions and... <laughs> 
with Jermaine Clement. That must have been such an insult when he was doing that. I mean, you know, he's got to make money, but do you, do you remember that? No. Yeah, he did like Outback commercials oh. back in probably the early 2000s. Probably, I think probably a little before Flight of the Concords. I would think so. Um, but, I mean, I don't, I don't know any New Zealanders personally, but I've gotten the impression that being confused with Australians is just tedious for them and kind of not so much insulting just because, you know, most people can't tell the difference, but still, it's just like, I, I, I know for it's like, it's the other way around. Like I know Australia, Australianers, Australians, Australians, (laughs) uh, do, do, for the most part, I believe do not like Kiwis. Yeah, which is funny because Australia was founded as a continent full of convicts. Sex criminal boat. Sex <laughs> criminal boat. <laughs> what was that? 30 Rock. That's right. Um, <clears throat> anyway. So, um, yeah, so he is basically just out setting traps for people that are just trying to survive just like him. Setting traps for them. Bringing, you know, capturing them and bringing them into the Surgeon General to do experiments on. He is being blissfully and willfully ignorant of what they're exactly doing because he's just getting paid. Getting paid, getting laid. Probably not getting laid. Probably not. Unless he's like fucking with zombies. That's just. That's weird. It's icky doo doo. Don't nobody want that. <laughs> um, Anyway, so yeah, he's just going about his business, doing his thing. But, you know, he seems to be kind of browbeaten by his superior, who's a sergeant? No, he isn't a sergeant. He's corporal? No, he's a corporal. I don't remember my ranks. Not that I ever really knew them to begin with, but... Chief? (laughs) Captain, maybe? I don't know. Some superior rank. General? (laughs) I don't think it was general. It really doesn't matter. Some, his superior, uh, was, you know, basically like... Grand Poobah, I think is what it was. <laughs> I think that was probably yeah. his official title, yeah. No, he says, you know, or he asked him, what do you what do you do with these guys? And it's just like, it's none of your fucking business. Now get back to work. Time to the radiator and grape them forever. <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, he actually says... You know, or he, so he gives him a, a picture of the only one I could make out clearly was Brooke, mm-hmm. um, and says, "Bring her in." You know, she uh, she's a hybrid, and we need her brought in alive because we want to do some testing on her. And uh, he says, "You know, if you don't bring her in alive, then don't bother checking in." So he goes on a hunt for them. Meanwhile, he encounters Maxie um, and decides she's, he's going to bring her in. Or is it Maxie and Gracie? Or Grace? No, I think it was just Maxie. Just Maxie. When he tells them that she's the hybrid? Yeah. When does... He captures Grace at some point and brings her in and realizes that she's a hybrid. Yeah, I think that was after. 
Was it after? No, because she brings him in, brings Maxie in, says this is the hybrid sister. Okay, I got it missed, turned around then. I wish that there was a fucking Wikipedia page. Like, I don't rely heavily on Wikipedia pages. It's really just a reference, so I can mm-hmm. make sure I'm laying out the events of the film in the correct order. Right. But when there's not one, that is a burden. Anyway, <clears throat> so um, she is uh, captured... Maxie's captured by uh, Reese and um, you know they struggle and fight and um, he's slowly starting to turn away from the organization he works from because he's just seeing it being really sketchy and meanwhile we see that the Surgeon General I believe he he was bitten because I thought he was dead or had turned into a zombie but he was definitely bitten in the first movie, and we're seeing kind of the fallout for that. Basically, what he's doing with these people that are brought in is experimenting on them, harvesting something from their, I think, from their brain matter, which is a, a serum, as they refer to it, that will fend off the 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 virus. Virus. Um, he and and the commanding officer are both taking it um and basically anybody finds out that they're bite hiders is that what they call them yeah um he just kind of secretly eliminates them so they can go about their work um yeah so they so he brings maxi in and you know his his CEO is giving him the same degree of shit, and he's just like, you know what, fuck this, and he kicks him in the dick. He he he, he fucking kicks him in the dick, and then in the face, and then takes Maxi, and they take off. They can start getting chased down the road, and then she bails out like she. He fires her, or he, she fires himself herself out of this truck with some ejector system. Right. I remember thinking at that point, I was like, "Why are there not more dick kicks in movie fights?" That's like, it's kind of just generally frowned upon. Like as far as like, it depends on the context of, of the fight. But like, if it's like life or death, yeah, I'm kicking your dick. Oh, fucking hard. I'm pulling your hair. I'm poking your eyes. I'm doing whatever the fuck I need to do. Oh yeah. I've I've always been very I don't get any fights, but I've always been very clear about that. It's like I will win this fight. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I I have never been in a real fight, and it's it's because I don't want to fight. So if sure. I get in a fight, I'm gonna do whatever I can to get out of that fight. Yeah, which most likely means kicking your dick. <laughs> and I like he puts his whole foot into it, man. Yeah, like I'm gonna just kick it and kick it and kick it. Like he kicked it like he was punting a football. Yeah. Um. Anyway, surprised that guy's balls didn't come out of his mouth. <laughs> he took it like a champ, though. I gotta say, that's true. He got right up. He's just like, oh god, how my balls. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so he, uh... so Maxi bails out, and what happens? He does he crash or something? He stops. He stops. 
And then he like wakes up and he's surrounded by like Maxie, Brooke, and Barry. But I can't remember what happened in between those two things. Mm. Well, he gets strung up. Somehow they catch, That's they right. catch up they to cat, him. That's right. They caught him. And they string him up to two trees just within reach of where a zombie could reach him. And he says, you know, you kicked me in the balls. That was not cool. <laughs> it's like, so now I'm going to hang you. And those, those zombies, they're going to come over here and they're going to eat you from the feet up. They're going to start at your feet. Then they're going to eat your legs. And they're going to eat your balls. He says, and a big tough guy like you, you may live until they get to your guts. Uh, and, you know, I think he makes a crack about his brother. How his brother would be embarrassed. He says something about how his brother died like a man, but you're going to die like an animal or right. something, something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, okay, yeah. So the zombies are coming, and he's, like, doing a very impressive leg lift. Yeah. Just midair. Um, and then, as long as he can, then the zombies just freeze. Right. Yes. And uh, I can't remember what happened. I think he maybe gets knocked out. And yes. then he, he wakes up in some kind of bunker, again, surrounded by Maxie, who is now reunited with Brooke and Barry and, you know, Brooke's. You know, posse of zombies. Yeah, her little mini horde, right? And so she's basically, you know, almost literally like nipping at his heels. Um, it's funny because like every time she moves, it's like all the zombies move with her, right? So it's like these pack of like five or six zombies that just all move at once, yeah, as one entity. Yeah, and so he um, or Barry is just like you know. What do we do? Do we, do we kill this guy? Or At first, we... he's like, "Didn't we kill you already?" Right? Yeah, yeah. It's just, um, yeah, we killed. Thought we killed you already, and he says, "No, that was my brother." And he's like, "Oh, oh right, twins, huh?" <laughs> Love me a good set of twins. <laughs> he basically tells him that his brother was an asshole and twins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he, um, you know, he, he basically kind of tries to enlighten him to to who he's been working for. And he's like, where do you take the bodies? You know, do you know what they do to do to them there? And so they go and raid one of the suppliers because he's been transporting these barrels for them, but you know, we don't really know what's inside of these of, of the barrels. So they raid this supplier, open up the barrels, and they realize that there's people in there, and the people that he's captured and given to them, they're now dead and being used for experiments. So that kind of opens his eyes to what what he's been doing um and so they you know he 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 volunteers to take them to the bunker where the surgeon general is doing all these experiments um so they can you know bust up the operation and get grace back um they still got him tied up so he's not really like on board yet but they take him in and they, um, or no, so I guess when they, when he finds out what's going on, they untie him and he just shoots the guy, the, the 
I don't know what he is. He's the kind of the other scientist that works at this supplier just unloads a clip into him. Um, they agree to, he agrees to take him to the, uh, to the actual bunker where the surgeon general is. And they set up a ruse to get everybody to come outside, you know, making it look as if they captured Barry and Brooke. Um, and then as you might guess, you know, when that goes down, everybody comes out and, you know, suddenly everybody has guns and they're all shooting at each other and they go down into the bunker. Brooke gets into a fight with a big fucking like zombie Terminator thing that is being remote controlled by the Surgeon General. Um, and, you know, everybody, and Reese gets in a fist fight with his commanding officer. Um, and, uh, you know, everybody else is just. It's, and I guess the Maxi and Barry are trying to get to Grace. Um. Eventually, everybody get, kind of gets their their upper hand, except the Surgeon General manages to get away with Grace, and they have like this this tube that they shoot zombies in and out of, <laughs> like at the bank. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. And so, on his way out, the Surgeon General sent the self destruct sequence for the for the bunker and they're trying to get out and the only way up is through this chute but the zombie that was powering it uh has died basically or ran out of juice in in the scuffle barry got shot and so i think brooke bit him right yeah i think so so he's turning into a hybrid himself and starting to outgassed like a zombie um so he hooks himself up to the power for this tube he shoves or brooke and brooke shoves reese and grace or grace rook yeah brooke shoves reese and maxi into the tube launches them up as the bunker explodes with her and barry inside They go after the Surgeon General, um, and they chase him down, where he's already extracted whatever he needed out of uh, Maxie, no, Grace, um, and apparently he's been hesitant to, to extract whatever it is out of, their, out of her brain, because he, he says that, you know, doing this, taking it straight from a hybrid would be like, I think, like injecting rocket fuel i think is what he said but he does it anyway and suddenly he becomes a hybrid and so he starts just beating reese's ass and uh he locks maxi in some kind of cage and we think grace is dead but she gets up from the table and spears him through the back with some big spear spear it looked like a big pipe or something and uh halves him he's been halved and uh i mean that that's you know you get your big you know glorious finale i guess it's you know the all the bad guys are dead yeah um and reese is popping the pills right sorry i guess that's something i skipped over he is infected apparently 
um, and he's taking pills that apparently contain the same brain matter that they've been extracting. Yeah, from from the people. So he's saying, I don't, you know, he basically thinks I don't want to take these anymore. He gets down on his knees and about to shoot himself in the brain, and Grace stops him. And Maxie says, no, you take these pills, you keep taking them, and you're going to help us. And that's kind of where they end. I can't remember if it's mid-credits or if it's right after this, but we go back to the bunker that's on fire, and Barry and Brooke, who are now both hybrids, you know, half halfway scorched, walk out of the bunker. So assuming we get a sequel, we'll probably see them again. I don't know if we will. I feel like this one was like hard, hard to get going. If I remember correctly, it was it was slow to get going. Yeah, yeah. There was, definitely wasn't as much vamp or not vampire um, zombie action as there was in the first one. Um, so I have to wonder if they'll have trouble getting a third one going. Well, remains to be seen, I guess. But I mean, I think this was all like. You know, I mean, it's it's low budget for sure. This yeah. one, this one seemed like it had a higher budget, um, but uh, yeah, we'll see. See what happens. I think I think this has more juice in it. I could see this being, you know, at least a trilogy. But you're right; it did it was slow to start. Um, kind of establishing. There's a lot more story than there was in the first one. Yeah. Um, I just meant like the making of it. I think I think they had trouble getting it going. Oh, uh, did they? I I feel like I remember reading that, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I I, I don't know one way or the other. Um, let's see, in February 2015, a plan for sequels announced with a potential return to the actor, return of the original actors, Jay Gallagher, Bianca Brady. Yada, yada, yada. Release was proposed for early 2017 after the release of a mental ghost film from the makers. They later announced that due to the positive response to the film, their next project would in fact be the Wormwood sequel in the form of a 10-episode TV series called Wormwood Chronicles of the Dead. That sounds familiar. The team released a short teaser for the series featuring Gallagher and Brady reprising the roles as Barry and Brooke. The brothers are also working on a sci-fi horror film, Necromancer. In August 2020, the funding was announced for a sequel. So it took them three years to get funding. Sounds like it. Well, I mean, five, I guess, because it was announced in 2015. I just wonder if that was COVID. Could be. But I mean, you know, depending on the response to this, the, I know the first one has a, a, a good response. I mean, it's, it's been popular. This one, aside, I mean, it had more story in it. It wasn't just you know shoot 'em up zombies like it was, was in the first one. It definitely had more substance to it, but it did make it kind of drag at, at points. I think, and it, it kind of took a little while to get into into everything i think yeah but yeah i definitely don't think this one was as good um i still thought it was solid though yeah i 
I think I'd have to watch the first one again to really engage it. Um, I mean, I'm looking at my rating though. I gave it a five. Yeah. So, and I think I'd probably actually rate this one higher. So, I don't know. I either need to rewatch the first one and see if I actually still feel that way, or if this one was just better. In my opinion, at least. <clears throat> anyway, um, anything you want to add before we wrap this up? Not really. I mean, this one is much more uh, like action packed than Office Uprising. Um, it's a lot more. I mean, obviously, Office Uprising was a comedy, but this one has a lot more of the kind of zombie kills. Although it's still fast moving zombies, they're not the shambling uh, shambling zombies. Uh, but if you're looking for more like action as opposed to comedy, this would, I would say, this over Office Uprising for sure. Right. Then it's much. This is this is much more of an action movie. It's not even really a horror movie. It's an action movie with yeah. zombies. And I do. I mean, again, I'd have to watch it again. But I feel like there was more comedy in the first one than there was in this. I feel like you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Not like. Knee slapping, slapstick stuff, but jokes. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, um, yeah. All in all, I thought it was pretty good. Again, a little slow to start, and it kind of dragged in places, but uh, it's a good story. Um, I do wish it focused or had a little more, um, a, you know, screen time for Barry and um, Brooke. Um, they were. I think the most interesting characters of the first movie. I think that still kind of holds true for this one. Although, I mean, I could definitely see um, Grace and Maxie kind of taking the lead in a third one. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how that would necessarily fly in Australia. But I feel like major studios here in the States would avoid that. Because racism. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> um, yeah, both of them were... Um, what? Shit. What is the name of the n- natives in Australia? Uh... I keep wanting to say Maori, but I don't think that's right. <laughs> Aborigine. Thank you. That okay. They were both Aborigine. Um, at least they appeared to be. <laughs> Forgive me if they're not. Um, but anyway. But both of them were were good. I mean, yeah. Although Grace didn't have a lot of screen time because she got captured so early on. So anyway. Uh, I would give this a six. I would also give this a six. A. There you go. There it is. Okay, guys. Well, uh, I mean, I really hate to kind of sped through this, but we are on a time crunch. Um, Normally, we would have had a lot more bullshit and banter, but. Who said it was going to be a shorter one? Yeah. And it is a mini-sode, and we're pretty much a little over an hour, but, you know, close to it. Uh, anyway, yeah, so like 
like we said at the beginning, yeah. So, uh, like we said at the beginning, you know, this is nine years for us, and we really appreciate everybody who's been there along the way. <clears throat> Whether you're new or old listener, um, or they're you know you're if you're listening to this three years from now, thank you. Um, we really appreciate the uh, the support. I mean. Like we were saying earlier, we don't we don't have a large audience base, and that's fine. We weren't well. I'll say we we weren't seeking that out. We were at the beginning, but now we just kind of know we know our place. <laughs> yeah, this this stopped being a quest for money and fame, and just became a thing for us to do, which is what it was supposed to start out doing. Yeah, then we got we got seduced <laughs> by the lifestyle <laughs> by the lifestyle. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, like we said, until we get sick of this, until it becomes work, we'll be around. Uh, so, you know, here's looking forward to nine more years. <laughs> um, but no, we, we appreciate you guys. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's been a hell of a ride. So here's looking towards uh year 10. Yes, sir. Anything to add? Cheers. All right, guys. Well, I guess we'll wrap things up there. Um, we'll be back. <clears throat> Maybe. Tony doesn't die. If my voice holds out, we'll be back next week. And we don't right. even know what we're going to be talking about. No, not yet. That's going to be what we've only been able to call Week of the Patreon. Week of the what? <laughs> week of the what? Uh, wherein we'll be uh, having our grave diggers on Patreon decide what theme we're going to be doing. Um, I don't know. Are we going to pre-announce what films we're going to do or just going to wait till we do the yeah, episode? Let's we'll just, we'll just do it. All right. We're just going to do it. Fuck uh, it. We'll do it live. But like we mentioned at the beginning, we do have, or I guess we didn't do it at the beginning of this episode, but polls are open on Patreon. So you can go join us today. Taylor. If anybody wants to join Patreon, where can they go? They can go to patreon.com slash greatplotpodcast and join for as little as $1 a month. Do cool things like decide what movie we're going to talk about. That's right. You can watch us live on Discord every single episode, except not this one. Because this isn't a real episode. This doesn't count. <laughs> uh, so what do, we have on, what do we have on the poll again? I don't know. Some fucking things. Which animal, clown, possessed... Maybe one more. Cool. So one of those four, and or maybe a different one. <laughs> Get excited, guys, for one of those or another one. <laughs> or maybe another one. <laughs> All right, we'll catch up with you next week. Until then, Taylor, where can people find us? They can find us at greatplatpodcast.com, as well as wherever they listen to their podcasts. Rate, review, and subscribe. Also follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube as Grave Plot Podcast, or on Twitter as Grave underscore Plot. Don't forget the Grave Plot Film Fest, which is currently accepting submissions through October 31st. Yeah, don't. Don't forget that. So if you got a short film, 15 minutes or more. 15 Week of the or, Virus is the fifth one. Virus. Virus, 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 virus. Uh, if you have a short horror film, horror, horror film, guys. Please. Only horror. We've had to watch so many. Well, actually, we don't watch all of it. It's pretty clear within the first five minutes. 
Don't send us documentaries. Don't send us cartoons unless they're horror cartoons. Horror cartoons are fine. Yeah, they're great. Don't send us your animation tests. Don't send us your fucking art house fucking bullshit where you're <laughs> filming something in a field. I don't fucking care. 15 minutes or less, guys. Not 15.01. 15. That's That includes credits. Yeah, I don't know how. Pe- some people will game the system on Film Freeway, and they'll be like, length, 15 minutes, and I'll hit play, and it'll be like, 16.32. I'm like, how the fuck did you submit this? Disqualified. I don't know how they do it, but they do it, and they get disqualified. Motherfuckers. Uh, anyway, yeah, go to graveplotfilmfest.com to do that. And yeah. So catch up with us next week, guys. Until next time, I'm Skeletoni. I'm Taylor of Terror. This has been the Grave Plot Podcast, where we're all a little dead inside. Scary.